This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv folks as always if you want to get access to the video ad-free version of my show the dust and gold standard you can join us over at pain.tv slash golden according to commander pain over there mike moore of the thomas pain podcast owner of pain.tv apparently there have been many of you signing up, so I do appreciate that very much. And we're only 20 episodes in, but we're going to be doing a lot more premium content. There are subjects I want to cover that I cannot cover on the public version of the podcast. Um, it's um, There's a lot going on behind the scenes, as Mike would say. We'll get into that eventually once he talks about it publicly. But I've been through this type of stuff throughout the years. I used to um, manage and develop content for other right-leaning creators during the Trump presidency. And we were mainly dealing with YouTube and some of the other video streaming platforms. And we would get strikes all the time and be censored all the time. And so I'm very familiar with what happens to those that speak out and tell the truth and so i have to be careful i hate to self-censor but if i speak out on some of the subjects that i want to talk about then i'm just going to get all of us shut down and that's the end and um, that would be counterproductive because i do believe that we are putting out valuable information to those of you who want to know about the technocracy and the technologies and money and people behind it and i think i'm doing a very decent job of that so far only 20 episodes in and i will continue to bring you valuable information and boil it down into layman's terms for you we've got some exciting shows around the corner i'm looking at my notes we're going to be doing some shows on deepak chopra we're going to go deep into peter thiel we're going to be talking about operation paperclip the United States operation at the end of World War II where we started to bring in Nazi engineers and scientists to uh, run a lot of programs and launch programs within our government military industrial complex. We're going to be talking about the Internet of Bodies and Internet of Things and Internet of Senses. Some of you know this, but I have a different spin on some of this, different research than other podcasters have put out there. We're going to continue with Industrial Society and its Future, which I started while I was in Poland, but there's a lot to unravel there. 
We are going to be covering Klaus Schwab's false industrial revolution in great detail. I am going to do a deep dive show on Yuval Noah Harari, a little different than others have done. I am going to be covering Lars Butler, 42 Reasons Why the United States Should Lead in Developing AI Autonomous Killer Robots, which I brought up the other day. I am going to get into community organizer Saul Alinsky. Any of you who have followed politics throughout the years know of his book, Rules for Radicals, but I'm going to bring that into modern times and explain why his ideology, his concepts behind Marxism and progressivism tie right into the expansionist technocracy. We're going to get into IP3 International, which we talked about on this show as we were unwinding the tangled web that is Lars Butler. We are going to be discussing how they are going to turn humans into batteries to power the metaverse and DNA storage drives to store the big data needed to power the AI hive mind. We are going to parallel what's going on today to the Matrix movie franchise. We're going to get into Deepak Chopra's book, Metahuman, Yuval Noah Harari's book, Sapien. We are going to do several shows on DARPA and ARPA. We are going to cover Clearview AI. We're going to cover Open AI. We're going to get into cloud seeding and the truth behind it because it is out in the open. It is not a secret. We are then going to get into a number of other topics, folks. I've got hundreds upon hundreds of shows uh, ready to go, which I just have to do the research on and put them down in audio and video format for you. Today, as uh, promised, I don't like to tease things for too long, but we did get pushed back because I had to expand the Lars Butler series as there was so much to cover. We are going to play this interview I did a couple of days ago with a former colleague of mine who wrote basically a dissertation, a thesis on how the government is going to utilize this technology, this dystopian, tyrannical, authoritarian, I apologize, technology to uh, come after all of us, combined with the regulations and laws that they've put in place over the last several years, combining uh, RICO, Civil Asset Forfeiture, Patriot Act, and now um, all of these new IRS agents, and combined with technologies like Palantir, started by Peter Thiel with NQTEL Money. Uh, who is behind a lot of these technocratic companies, and they partnered with the IRS in 2018 under the Trump administration to track all of us via our financial transactions, and the software was originally supposedly intended to track terrorists by their financial transactions. What a coincidence. So we are going to play that today, but first, a little bit of housekeeping here. Yesterday on the show, I had showed you an example of a deep fake of Tom Cruise called Deep Tom Cruise, and that featured an actor named Miles Fisher and his partner, a tech guru named Chris Ume. And I showed you that for the purpose of illustrating how good the technology has gotten, how realistic it has gotten. And I also showed it to you because the media had helped this deep 
Tom Cruise go viral. And that was part of the desensitizing of this type of technology, the normalization, the humanization of deepfake AI, you know, mind twin type technology. And as we were going through it, I said to you, I haven't looked into the company, but I would imagine that there's probably some of the similar players behind the company now that we've pulled the curtain back on throughout the last several episodes. And to my belief, not my disbelief, I found some boogeyman behind the curtain as I did about a half hour of digging on that today. It didn't take me long. And I didn't do a deep dive. I just kind of scanned the surface. So I just want to show you quickly. You'll enjoy this. Let's go to a little video and show you what Chris Ume, the uh, engineer, has been up to lately. Let's play this. This is a little clip from, uh, from um, what is it? Uh, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent with Simon Cowell. Here we go. So a couple guys Hello. just walked Welcome. out on stage. What's your name? So I'm Tom Graham from Australia. And I'm Chris Ume from Belgium. How did you meet? Okay, so Chris Ume is up on stage. He is the engineer. We'll get into him momentarily. But Simon is going to ask them a couple of questions. There's a whole purpose for this, folks. There's a purpose to this. I don't play these for my own enjoyment. So actually, we started a company about a year ago. And because it was during the pandemic, we only actually met in person two days ago. Oh. Oh. And what is your talent? So our company is called Metaphysic. And we use artificial intelligence to create hyper-real content. And so we're going to invite our good friend, Daniel Emmett, on stage, who you guys are familiar with from a previous season. I remember who Daniel is. And we're going to show the audience something kind of amazing. How are you, everybody? Nice to see you. Hi. Okay, so the two guys from the company Metaphysic. Now, Metaphysic is the name of the company that was uh, sort of started between Miles Fisher, the Tom Cruise actor, and Chris Ume, the engineer. But Chris Ume's other tech partner is up on stage with him at America's Got Talent. Nice to see you. You were on how many years ago? Four years ago. And you were amazing. And you were a very good singer. So how did you meet? We met because, of course, I'm fans of what they do online, and they're fans of AGT. And when they asked me to be a part of this wonderful, unique, original thing they're going to do, I couldn't say no. Further normalization of the technology. I just want to show you, again, this is how good it's gotten, and this is actually live. Remember, we talked about on Jimmy Kimmel when Professor Matthias uh, Naysnare went on there, and they did the live presentation with Mike Tyson and Carl Malone? Well, this is another version of a live demo in action. Well, look, you're very mysterious. I don't want to ask anything else. Good luck. Okay, Daniel, take it away. Thank you so much. Good luck. Thank you, guys. What did they put together? Okay, so now the two engineers are clearing the stage. The singer is standing in the middle. They're bringing out a huge camera onto stage. And so they're wheeling out this huge camera onto stage. It's being set up in front of the actor. Remember, folks, I mean, look, with these TV shows, it's all pre-planned. It's all scripted. They rehearse this and everything. But just know it's a big, giant camera. It adds to the illusion that this is high-tech, but it is high-tech. I mean, that is real. This is very high-tech. And so now they've got the camera set up, and the guy is getting ready to sing. 
Now, up on the screen behind the actor, now the judges will all pretend they're surprised, but again, this is all pre-planned, is a giant, it's the actor now has become, the singer on stage has become Simon Cowell on the screen. So Simon's acting like he's surprised, but it's uh, he's got like a five o'clock shadow, and the rendition of him up on the screen is uh, clean-shaven Simon Cowell. Okay, so now the Simon Cowell up on the screen, the deep fake laid over the top of the singer, the former AGT uh, uh, winner or something like that. Doesn't really matter to me. They've got Simon Cowell up on the screen, and it looks like he's the one singing. Okay, so if you're in the uh, video audience, I'm sure you enjoyed that clip. For those of you who are not, you can go over to pain.tv slash gold or just look that up on, uh, on YouTube, folks. So what it goes on to say here in an article that I uh, pulled up, let me see, where is it, folks? Okay, here's this article. Um, after deepfaking the judges, America's Got Talent's metaphysic talks giving up sleep to deliver a rock and roll icon for the finale. It says metaphysic could surrender sleep to deepfake Sofia Vergara and Heidi Klum on America's Got Talent. And it goes on to talk about how they did these deepfakes of Cowell, of Howie Mandel, and Terry Crews uh, singing the opera. And the other two judges are next. So metaphysic now got blended in, humanized, normalized through America's Got Talent and the type of people who sit around and watch that show. So I went on to look up Metaphysic. And I, I mentioned to you at the time when they were talking on the news piece about Chris Ume and Miles Fisher partnering to start this company, that there was probably going to be uh, um, sort of, you know, dirty money, the money from the type of people we see behind the companies that we've already investigated. So we go to metaphysic.ai is their website. It says their mission is to empower individuals by putting them at the center of the immersive content economies that will define how we use the internet in the future. Immersive. Remember we used the term immersive when we were talking about Lars Butler and his old company, Tryon Worlds, the video game company. And I taught you about immersive worlds and sex lives. Well, immersive is really what you've come to know as the metaverse. And we'll get into that on a show as well. I'll break down the metaverse for you. By building AI content generation tools and infrastructure that lets users own and control their biometric data, right? Remember I was telling you how Elon Musk, through the fake Twitter buyout, uh, wanted to prove that all humans were real and Alex Tomas 
the Russian-Israeli-connected investor that was part of Neuralink. They were really big on having you prove who you were by this biometric data. So it says let users own and control their biometric data as if I don't own that already, but now they're going to give me back something that already belongs to me. It says we are building towards an ethical Web3, Web3, that's metaverse, economy, where every internet user can access the limitless potential of the hyper-real metaverse. Okay, so now these guys that were just creating some Tom Cruise parodies using deepfake technology with an actor who looks similar named Miles Fisher, all of a sudden now they're interested in collecting biometric data and helping you build a mind twin of yourself in the hyper-real metaverse folks it all connects does it not but that is just the tip of the metaverse iceberg that is just the tip of what's to come folks i'll unravel the rest of this and then we will get into that interview right when i get back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. And I'm ready to rock and roll, folks. I am um, super drive today. All right, let's get right back into this, folks. We're examining this company, Metaphysic, right? That came onto the scene with the viral, viral, deep fake Tom Cruise, right? I don't believe anything is viral anymore, folks. We'll talk about that in future shows. Everything that is meant to be promoted is promoted, and everything that is meant to be shadow banned is shadow banned, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you who wonder why certain broadcasters in certain niche sectors uh, blow up and get big and somehow they are allowed to expand and grow, well, who do they really work for? Or... The people behind the scenes decided that they help add to the chaos and they are allowed to expand. Let me just bring this up because I'll make my point. Yesterday, it was announced that uh, Donald Trump's Truth Social platform is not going to be allowed to be sold through the Android store anymore. And that represents 47% of smartphone users. There's really only two places to get apps. That would be the Apple Store and the Android store. And so they blocked him from the Android store. Myself, personally, I think it's all WWE wrestling. I think he's probably part of it. But the same way they depersoned Alex Jones a few years back, who, again, uh, I don't want to say this stuff publicly, but he's probably part of the clown world circus, too. Um, We can talk about that in the future. But I think that was all designed, whether he took part in it or not, whether Trump takes part in it or not, is so that we can normalize and desensitize people to censorship and to depersoning someone on the Internet. And the message is basically if they can get Trump, if they can throw Trump off of Twitter, if they can stop Trump's true social 
from being in the app stores, then they can do that to someone like Mike Moore. They could do that to Thomas Paine. They could do that to Paine.tv. They could do that to me. And so then people say, well, hey, dude, they got you. I mean, they got Trump. They got Alex Jones, right? So let's continue. Up on the screen at metaphysic.ai, I have our team. We're hiring across London, U.S., and Europe. We've got the team members up here, Chris Umi, Thomas Graham. I'm not going to go deep into this because the show isn't about this. I just wanted to... I just wanted to blow your mind from what I mentioned yesterday, just off the cuff, that I thought there was probably nefarious players behind this company at this point. So these guys just launch onto the scene a couple years ago, and the next thing you know, you know, they're just working on this little deep fake Tom Cruise on a TikTok and an Instagram account with actor Miles Fisher. Then they get blown up on America's Got Talent. And now uh, I go on uh, LinkedIn, I check it out. It says there's 24 employees listed under metaphysic that's a lot of employees for a tiny little company that just started so i keep digging right and i find that they actually did an investor round recently uh, about a year ago and who's in the investor round you've got logan paul you guys know who logan paul is we'll get into that in a second they've got 8vc they've got section 32 they've got the winklevoss capital you know, who are these people? All of a sudden, this little company with a deep fake Tom Cruise pops onto the scene, and now they've got investors, right? So 8VC, I pop on here quick. I look at their team of advisors. And so, you know, there's a number of people on here. I didn't do a deep dive into this. I'm just starting to kind of scrape the surface. That was my plan. And so then I go over, and the Winklevoss twins you may have heard of, it's, it's Winklevoss Capital, they're worth about $6.4 billion. They're said to own about 1% of all of Bitcoin. And where did they come from? The Winklevoss and his brother are known for co-founding Harvard Connection, later renamed Connect U, along with Harvard classmate Diva Narendra. In 2004, the Winklevoss brothers sued Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, claiming he stole their Connect U idea to create the popular social networking site Facebook, right? And they've put this into movies and things. Myself, personally, I don't believe that actual story. I'm not going to get into that here but there's uh, strong evidence to show that Facebook was actually something created out of the government and then pushed through a puppet like Mark Zuckerberg, and then they create this backstory. And now the Winklevoss brothers have a bunch of money. They own 1% of uh, Bitcoin, and they're involved with all kinds of companies. We can do an entire deep dive on the Winklevoss brothers, but I let that go because I knew that it would, it would drive me into an entire show on them. So I let that go. And now Logan Paul, who's invested, you guys probably heard of him. He's an American YouTuber, social media personality, and professional wrestler. Currently signed to WWE, performing on their Raw brand. In addition to posting on his own YouTube channel, he has run the podcast and uh, Paul Siv since November 2018. He has more than 23 million subscribers on YouTube as of January 2022. So Logan Paul's involved. I've never been big into digging into Logan Paul. Maybe I will do that uh, eventually. So then I go over to section 32. Remember, up on the screen here on Crunchbase, we have section 32, invested in metaphysics. 
And what do we find here at section 32 under the team? Senior principal, Wesley Tillu. And here we go, folks. Again, I spent 30 minutes on this. I didn't have a lot of time because there was other more important pressing matters. I just wanted to see if I could blow your mind because I mentioned this yesterday. I said, wow, I bet you there are some nefarious players behind them now. Well, here we go. Wesley Tillow is a senior principal at Section 32. He brings substantial technology investing and operating experience to Section 32, where he focuses on the firm's investment sourcing, diligence, and deal execution efforts. Prior to Section 32, Wesley was an investor at ding da ding 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 InQtel. The venture capital firm of the CIA and U.S. intelligence community. Folks, come on. They're everywhere. It says Wesley led and executed a number of investments across cybersecurity, AI, and ML enterprise software, fintech, and deep technology, and he was actively involved with the boards of portfolio companies. Wesley previously worked at Google, right? Also CIA there where he managed partnerships and operations for its e-commerce platform, Google Express. Blah, blah, blah. And we can go on and on and on. But folks, there we go. Google, but more importantly, InQtel, the CIA and U.S. intelligence community's hedge fund where he was investing in AI, enterprise software, fintech, deep technology, and cybersecurity. So there we go. The CIA investing in deep technology. Folks, how easy is this? How easy is this? This is why I told you that now I often don't go behind these companies because I already know what I'm going to find. But the cool thing is you now have the tools and the expertise because I showed you, I think, in the episode with Instacart, the uh, nation's largest gig app for grocery shopping and with the Israeli uh, defense contractor behind the new frictionless shopping technology. I showed you how to dig behind these companies. So if you're ever interested when a company pops up, I don't know, for whatever reason, you want to know if it's uh, safe for your kids to use, you want to try to figure out what their ulterior motive is, you want to, I don't know, make an investment in it and think you're going to uh, make some money off it, well, you know how to investigate these things now. So just a hunch, if you get on big TV and they're showing your deep fake of Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise is not suing you, telling you to stop it, and then you end up on America's Got Talent and then you have all these investors, chances are you've got government money behind you because the sad part, the reality of the world we live in today is it's very difficult to become successful in business, in tech, in dissemination of entertainment, dissemination of a show like this. It's hard to become big, which we are not, but it's hard to become big unless you're in bed with you know, you have a government contract, you know, or uh, you made a deal with these government spooks. So there you go. Section 32 already behind um, this company. And uh, the senior principal was in QTEL and CIA making deep technology investments on behalf of the CIA, which I told you it's always the government building these technologies that then they tell you they're going to be... Um, 
they're going to be very ethical with. Ethical with. Now, I want to show you something else. Because you don't think the CIA is behind that company so they could just make funny little videos, do you? Funny deep fake videos with a Tom Cruise lookalike. No, 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 folks. No. So since the investments came in from those companies, including Section 32, with the senior principal being former CIA investor, former. (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? They have launched a new company called EveryAny.One. EveryAny.One. And this says they do hyper-real avatars for the metaverse. They're already expanding, folks, into the metaverse. Create your avatar using advanced AI and use it anywhere. Now, when we saw the Tom Cruise video being played, they said, well, what are they going to do? Oh, it'd be great if we could license actors and then put our faces on them and charge for corporate videos. Same thing I was going to do. Now, Miles Fisher doesn't seem to be associated with this company anymore. I wonder what happened to him. Was he a paid actor that helped put that company out into the lexicon and then he was done? Did they push him out because he had nothing to offer? Once the CIA companies came in, and now they're working on hyper-real avatars for the metaverse. Let me play you a video. Oh, yeah. Let's play you the video that is on the front page of the website, everyany.one. Everyany.one. Creating a real-life version of yourself for the digital world and your gaming experience has never been so easy. You just need a picture. Your picture is then fed to our AI model, which is trained on thousands of human faces. Our AI model then synthetically recreates your uniqueness, and that is called hyperreal identity. Folks, and they're showing all these different faces on the screen, scrambling around. They're showing uh, the face of this actress being morphed and changing. And they're, they're basically pushing this idea of putting yourself into the metaverse, very similar to what Artificial Intelligence Foundation and Lars Butler's Mind Twins and MindQuest software. Once you're happy with your hyper-real face, you can play around with it and record small animated clips for your socials, use it for gaming, in the metaverse, and even create an NFT. And even create an NFT. We got into that, right? So you need to scan your face, turn it into a digital face. Now your face becomes part of their biometric data that they talked about on their other website, right? On the main website that we just discussed. And now your face becomes part of their biometric data. And you're giving that biometric data to a company who's one of the investors includes Section 32, whose senior principal was a former investor for the CIA. Come on, folks, don't be that naive. Keep your kids off of this technology. Are you ready to create your hyper-real self? Your journey begins here, with you and every anyone. Every anyone, we are all one, correct? We are all one, folks. So that is... The Tom Cruise sample I pulled you to show you how good the technology was getting. 
and how the media helps to normalize and humanize it is now become this every any dot one with a former CIA investor behind the company. And they are focused on scanning your face, collecting your biometric data and turning you into a hyper real puppet of yourself to manipulate and turn you into anything you want. Again, pushing the very tenets of transhumanism. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and we will be right back on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 